and welcome to Catch COVID, a podcast about investigating the complexities of COVID-19. I'm your host, Sarah Salanga, and thank you for tuning in. Maya Singer is a 20-year-old Bethel University student from Lino Lakes, Minnesota. She is currently majoring in art therapy with a minor in reconciliation studies. She is currently working with Interfaith Youth Corps on their Faith and Vaccine project trying to decrease vaccine hesitancy and increase America's immunity. Thank you for joining me today, Maya. Yeah. Um, so for the past couple of months, you and I have been part of a, a, a cohort on campus um, focusing on like increasing vaccine awareness in our communities or like here at Bethel. And all of us have kind of done something different. Like I'm doing this podcast and other people have done events here at Bethel. Um, some others are working in their community, but you decided to do a website. Yes. So can you tell me why you decided to do a website? Yeah, um, it actually started in a different class here at Bethel. Mm. Um, the class was Principles and Methods of Intercultural Leadership mm. um, with Tandon Brecky, a professor here. Um, and part of that um, class was we needed a certain number of hours of volunteering. Mm-hmm. And um, that was last semester. Mm-hmm. And so obviously COVID was still going on. Right. And um, part of one of the opportunities for that was um, trying to promote the vaccine, trying to get more people vaccinated. Um, And so me and a couple of other students kind of um, started to help develop this website with Tandon. It was something he actually created. Um, And then um, when over the summer we started working with Interfaith Youth Corps, Um, that's when I decided that would be something that could be something I could develop even further um, and add additional information, keep it updated because I feel like new information is coming out all the time. So I thought it would be the perfect way to kind of have things organized, have, um, have a place where there was reliable information that you could check back on. Right. But you mentioned information, which kind of segues into my second question. What kind of information is on your website? Yeah, so we have a lot of different things at the moment. Um, We have different links where you can find places to get vaccinated. We have um, multiple infographics of the three types of vaccines you can get right now. So Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. And we have a list of all the ingredients in them, the side effects, um, different basic information about vaccines. Um, We have recently added information on ways to stay safe so like talking about boosters why you need boosters which i am currently still adding things to because new information is coming out um a lot right now um what to do if you do have covid why you should still get vaccinated even if you have had covid information about herd immunity so like a whole list of different information that you can find kind of all about um all about the virus we also have community health resources um and things like what to do with your health anxiety if you have, um, if you're having concerns about that with COVID, um, a lot of different resources. Okay, that sounds amazing. And hearing you talk about like resources, and I know you mentioned that like, it was kind of like a group thing. So for like finding information for your website, are you doing that, like based on other information you find, like New York Times or CDC, or is it mainly talking to people? Like how, how's that been going? Um, I would say the majority of my information right now is coming directly from the CDC. Um, I have had other information like from the World Health Organization, from Johns Hopkins, um, trying to get like 
really reputable sources for this website. Um, currently, what um, what I want to organize next is getting um, like videos of different people talking about things, like video testimonials about the vaccine, because mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a great additional resource. But at right. the moment, yeah, it is mostly CDC. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, what are some challenges that have come from doing this website? I think one of the main things is just making sure um, it's getting out there to people because obviously it's not going to do anything good if no one, if it's not getting any traffic. Right. So I think that's the main thing is um, making sure people are actually seeing it and making sure that it has up-to-date information too, I think is a big one because as I've mentioned before, like so much continues to come out right. every single day. Right. <laughs> so keeping up with that too, especially with everything else going on, you know, as, as college students, obviously mm-hmm. you understand that too. Um, but yeah, so I think the biggest challenge is just traffic and then like s- keeping up with everything that's going on. Right. Okay. And what is your overall hope or goal for your website? I just really want it to be um, a good resource for people. I want, um, I want to be to have people be able to go on it and know that the information is sound, that I've done my research, that mm-hmm. <laughs> that the yeah. sources I've taken from know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make sure that it's easy to navigate and that people can look to it to hopefully help them feel better about taking the vaccine if that's something that they're leaning towards, or at yeah. least give people more information if they're very hesitant on it on here's what the actual facts are because there's a lot of in- misinformation out there right now. Right. And so that point of misinformation is actually what like just popped into my head. Have you like seen anything in your research that kind of combats the misinformation that you've heard, like whether that be here on campus or like in general in the media? Um, I think there's a lot of basic misinformation that's going around in regards to like vaccines like whether they have a microchip or whether a lot of those (laughs) sorts of things are Mm -hmm. um i don't want to say ridiculous because i don't want to devalue any of like legitimate Mm -hmm. concerns that people have right but there is i feel like my website does a good idea of fleshing out the basic information Mm -hmm. um and we do have a section um that talks about like debunking vaccine myths oh that's great um and so if you go to that website and click on there we talk about um we talk about issues with like blood clots as mm-hmm. with like the Johnson and Johnson vaccine that came out. We talk about, you know, the microchips or mm-hmm. whether you're magnetized because of mm-hmm. the vaccine. So we do talk about those things and um, mm-hmm. we debunk those for people. Okay. That that sounds amazing yeah. to be able to do that. Cause <laughs> I was like, I hear a lot of things that I'm like, Oh yeah, this is something I wish I had more information on. Cause mm-hmm. I don't exactly even know how to respond myself. Right. Um, is there any additional information you like to add about your website? Um, I, I don't think so. I, um, the website is called For My Community. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can go to www.formycommunity.net. Um, and you can go ahead and see all the information we have on there. I would like to say that I continue to add information as it comes out. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm continuing to try and do my best to add like different resources and make sure I cover all of my bases because this is such a big issue. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I really, I really hope it's helpful and that people can use it as a resource. Okay. So that was technically all the questions I had, but I feel like there's still more okay. that I could pull out. So I'm trying to think of, or is like... I can, I can go to the website I literally was just about to do that. I was um, like... Which ones like I have because... Mm-hmm. Um, which one you found the most interesting to sure. research? There's a lot of information. Okay, here we go. Okay. Um, so we, we talk about like the vaccines will... In- 
like affect fertility. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no solid information that confirms that. Um, and we have our sources for everything on here. So like for this um, affecting infertility, or fertility one. Um, yeah. We have the direct link to Johns Hopkins Medicine. You can go there and read it in full, um, and you can see directly what the source is saying. Right. Um, the vaccine will alter DNA. That mm-hmm. one's not true as well. We mm-hmm. have um, another Johns Hopkins link for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it contains a microchip, or the vaccine makes you magnetic. Mm-hmm. Um, those are currently the ones we have right now. Um, I'm not sure. There's probably even more that I haven't covered that I could probably find. Right. Um, but those were kind of the main ones that I was seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those were really interesting to me. I felt like debunking that, that misinformation was a really right. important piece mm-hmm. um, because there is so much out there right now still. Right. Um, even after the vaccines have been out there for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something that was really important was trying to cover some of the main big things that were out there. Yeah. And I know that you kind of mentioned this before, and I know that you're obviously not an expert, but looking at booster vaccines, because that's Mm -hmm. definitely been a lot in the news and that like, I think I saw that certain age groups, younger kids are not going to be able to get the vaccine. And like, Mm -hmm. particularly for people who have gotten the vaccine, like more than two months ago, Mm -hmm. then thinking about getting boosters. So how has like research about boosters gone for you? Um, Yeah, I mean, they're coming along. I think um, as things have come out, I've been trying to add, um, I think the most important thing, you definitely should get one. I know some people are like, well, why why should I even bother getting the booster if I've Mm -hmm. already gotten the vaccine? Mm -hmm. Um, With these vaccines, your immunity will naturally decrease over time. Right. So you need to get one to help boost your immunity again. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's interesting is that if you've... um, gotten like like i got the johnson and johnson vaccine Mm -hmm. i will probably get a moderna booster yeah like you can use that's interesting yeah you can use different vaccines than the initial one you got Mm -hmm. um for me that's helpful for me because i had um i had a lot of side effects from the johnson and johnson vaccine yeah um and so getting the moderna will hopefully help um me have a better experience with this vaccine right then um the last one of course i would totally get the johnson and johnson vaccine yeah. over again if that's mm-hmm. what i had to do i don't want to um decrease anyone's um <laughs> right everybody in their teams of, yeah. yeah yeah but um yeah so that was something interesting and i know information is still coming out about that mm-hmm. um so i'm continuing to do research on that especially because i think that's a big thing that's going on right now is the boosters okay um i know you mentioned this before and you don't have to talk about it now, but mm-hmm. also I'm like, I think it would be a good space to talk yeah. about like your side effects mm-hmm. um, of the vaccine if you want to. Sure. Uh, yeah. So what were your side effects that you got from taking the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? Yeah. So I had um, a lot of side effects. Mm-hmm. I had um, 103 degree fever. Wow. I had the body aches. I had the headache. I mm, had the nausea. Yeah. Um, I was actually supposed to go to work that day. Um, like the day after I had gotten the vaccine. Yeah. And so I woke up at like 6 a.m. and I was completely freezing. (laughs) And I was like hobbling around the house trying to get ready. And my mom, who was there, she was like, yeah, I think we should take your temperature. And Mm -hmm. yeah, sure enough, I had 103 degree fever. So I went back to bed right away. Mm -hmm. It did not even last a full 24 hours. I think Mm -hmm. the longest thing was kind of the soreness in my arm that maybe lasted longer. Right, getting the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that I did learn um, right as the nurse was giving me the vaccine was she was saying that if you are female and if you are younger, um, 
the chances that you'll have um, stronger side effects are higher. So like my dad, who also got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, um, he just had a little bit of soreness in his arm. And he was like, yeah, other than that, I'm fine. And mm-hmm. I was, you know, lying on the couch with the nausea, the mm-hmm. fever, all mm-hmm. of it. Um, and yeah, and then I think only a few days later was when we heard about the possibility for blood clotting. Yeah, and so, um, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, but um, so that initially made me really nervous. Um, made my anxiety increase definitely about right. that. But um, the chances of blood clotting are so low mm-hmm. that I was not worried about it after right. after I'd done more research into it. So. Okay. Did you have to go like see the doctor afterwards or were you just like completely no, fine? No, I didn't. Um, after the first day, really, I was mostly back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the initial side effects were, <laughs> were not pleasant. But like <laughs> right. I said, I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. I feel like this is, yeah, it's really important to get it even despite the side effects. Yeah, I got the Moderna vaccine. And like the first shot that I got was like, it was fine. My arm was definitely sore. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is cool. Second one, like I heard things about it. But I was like, mm, maybe it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. not great. I <laughs> was like, whoa, I, you know, being indoors for at least like a year now, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten like the common cold right. for so long. So I'm like, I forgot about these symptoms. Yeah. I just felt miserable. But like, it was great because I could feel my body like f- fighting it yes. off. Yeah. Um, and then like after a day after taking Tylenol, I would, like went to bed mm-hmm. and I woke up and I was like, okay, like I'm yeah. feeling better mm-hmm. now. Like I feel renewed. Right. But definitely those initial side effects are very rough right right rough period to go although through. i do feel like it's important to say that any side effects you get with the vaccine right it'll be so much worse if you actually do get covid exactly it, without it like mm-hmm. um i know a lot of the statistics right now are showing that um that like 90 percent of the people in hospitals for covid right now are unvaccinated wow yeah um, which a um, lot right i'm i'm I want to say that's not the exact statistic. I don't remember it off but the top of my high. head, but it's a very high majority that mm-hmm. does not have the vaccine that is in the hospital right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do get the vaccine, the side effects will likely be bad depending on, well, I don't want to say factors. will likely be bad, yeah. but um, you'll likely have some side effects mm-hmm. um, and they're like the severity of it will definitely depend. But um it will be nothing like if you actually get COVID and you don't have the vaccine. Right. Because yeah. the possibilities for that can like side effects right. can get right. pretty bad for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was nice speaking with you, Maya. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And make sure to check out Maya's website. It's www.formycommunity.net. Yes. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Catch COVID. I hope you enjoyed it. For more information about vaccines, you can visit formycommunity.net or cdc.gov.